0: Welcome to the very first episode of Choose to Become, a podcast all about discovering yourself, cultivating self-love, and choosing to do the work to become the very best version of you. My name is Lindsay Casey and I'm your host. You guys, it's the very first episode and I'm so stoked that you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're talking all about self-care and how our peace and how we show up in the world and our stress is on us. It's time to take responsibility for how you want to feel, choose it, and then take action to become it. Stay tuned. All right, so today we're talking about self-care and filling your own cup. So let's start here. It's 5.30 a.m. I just finished working out. I'm drinking my coffee. I've already meditated. And like I said, it's 5.30 in the morning. That is my self-care. So why am I getting up so early? You may wonder, well, my kids are sleeping and this is the time that I get to get up and start my day because when I used to just roll out of bed to the sound of their voices, I would be stressed and I would be frustrated with them and then frustrated at work and then it would just snowball into this big shit show until I realized I have to take responsibility for how I feel. I can't expect somebody else to act a certain way because I chose not to do what I need to do to feel good. So I'm a busy woman. I teach yoga. I work full-time at a university, like all the things. And so I know for me that what I need to do to feel good is to get up and breathe. So I just sit and breathe for a few minutes and then do some kind of workout and then have my beloved coffee. That is my process in the morning and that is what helps me feel good. So when we don't, like I mentioned before, like when we don't take care of ourselves, when we don't have some sort of self-care practice, you know, we're not checking in with our needs. So then we expect others to fulfill those needs and that leads to stress. That leads to breakdown like in relationships at work, in our personal relationships, because nobody can live up to making you feel good all the time. We have to take that upon ourselves to really ask ourselves, okay, like what do you need? Like teaching ourselves to self-soothe. Like when you have a baby, if you don't have kids, just just visualize with me. But when you have a baby and you want that baby to not sleep in the bed with you, you have to put that baby in its crib or bassinet or whatever your baby's sleeping in, a fucking manger, I don't know. But you're putting that baby in whatever it's gonna sleep in and what do they do? moms out there, I hear you already saying, they cry, they're crying, and then you're crying because you're hearing your newborn baby cry and you feel like a bad mom because your baby's crying. No, the baby's fine. As long as they're safe, they're learning to self-soothe because otherwise they're gonna constantly need to be attached to you as the parent. And so it's the same idea for us, except we have words but we have to teach ourselves to self-soothe. We still act like babies. We'll cry and act a fool because we're expecting others to step in and help us manage our emotions. And that's just not sustainable. So instead of doing that, instead of getting to that place of overwhelm, we have to really think about what are the things that I need to do? What are the things I can have in place so that I'm feeling less overwhelmed, so that I'm feeling centered, grounded, and really clear on what I'm doing. So the main, one of the main points is, that I see people do and that I've done in the past, is that we wait until shit hits the fan to start some kind of self-care routine. So we're like, oh shit, I'm stressed, like my energy's at a 10, zero to 100 real quick. And then we're like scrambling like, oh my God, like I'm gonna get my nails done or like I'm gonna go, whatever the fuck your like go-to emergency self-care practice is, you'll run to that and it's like you're not even really even able to drop in because you're so stressed already. So we have to do this practice. We have to decide what our practice is from a place of peace. So don't, you know, set up your self-care routine when you're already in some kind of frantic state. So I have four tips. And we're going to go through them of like some self-care practices just to start your foundation of, you know, ideas to incorporate into your life. So the first one is to meditate. And that may be abstract for people. A lot of people that I know, I'm a yoga and meditation instructor and people are a little bit nervous about meditation because they're thinking that like, you have to like, have this clear mind and you're like floating on this pillow and like, it's kind of intimidating. Um, and I felt the same way before I had my practice a few years back, so I get it. But it's not that deep, y'all. Like it's literally my practice is I wake up, this is what I'm gonna suggest to you too. Like wake up, go pee, drink a glass of water. Water is key. Literally, please just drink a glass of water when you wake up. Google the science, but it's good for your body. You grab a pillow or you can sit on your bed, dude. Like it's not that deep. Like sit down, make sure you're not gonna be interrupted turn your ringer off on your phone, set a timer, and just sit there and breathe. Okay, so you're going to notice the thoughts that come up, especially first thing in the morning. It might be a little bit less because you just woke up, but like if your mind is active like mine, thoughts are going to come up. So basically, you're going to notice the thought, you're going to come back to your breath, you're going to inhale fully and fill your lungs completely At the top of that inhale, you slowly release the breath through the nose. The goal is to get your inhalations and exhalations to be about equal length. Just repeat that. You just repeat that breath over and over again. Start with like five minutes. Literally just sit there, eyes closed, focus on your breath. When you start to think about what's for breakfast or what activities the kids have or like what you need to do at work, notice that. Don't get lost in the freaking rabbit hole notice it, and come back to your breath again and again. At the end of that, you can sit down and journal and write about kind of what came up. If you wanna really get deep, you can write about the thoughts that come up for you. That way you can start to track it. If you can do this every day, even for five to 10 minutes, I guarantee you in five days, there's gonna be a noticeable shift in like how you're feeling. So do it, because what you'll notice is throughout your day, like at first you're like, oh, I think I feel calmer. And then throughout your day, as you're doing it into like week one and two, you're gonna to start to notice that space. There's gonna be a space between something that occurs that normally stresses you out, something will happen that normally triggers you, and you'll notice that feeling come up, but you won't get lost in it. So it's like a little buffer. Meditation creates that buffer between what occurs and then your reaction to it. And then the more that you're doing it and the more that you're noticing that, the more that you'll see like, whoa, like I'm kind of a boss right now because I'm noticing these feelings come up, but I'm not getting lost in it. I'm not creating a story about it. I'm not feeling the need to like talk about it and just keep that energy going. You'll just notice it. Take that full breath in and out and move on with your day. So it's, it's pretty dope. Moving the fuck on. Self-care tip number 2, move your body. You guys, I know like a lot of people don't like to exercise. I'll tell you this straight up. I don't want to get the, I don't want to get out of bed and like exercise. Like I want to lay in bed where the covers are warm. It's winter. It's cold as hell where I live right now. But you have to get up and you have to move your body. You have to, you know, find an exercise that works for you. Like I said, like I did a 15-minute like fucking booty band workout on YouTube and that's what I did. And I instantly felt more energized afterwards. So nobody, JLo, Beyonce, I'm sure they don't jump out of bed and want to just dive into the elliptical. Like, no, nobody wants to get up and do that. But like afterwards, you're going to be stoked that you did. Move your body, move your body. The other thing with this too, is this isn't, I'm moving my body so I can get skinny. Think of it as the benefits are you're going to have more energy. That's just off top guaranteed. Two, Yeah, you're going to feel better about your body. You're going to feel better about yourself though because you're going to be keeping that promise that you made to yourself. You're doing something that's good for your body and the more that you're doing that, you're going to feel empowered and you're going to feel inspired to do other things that are healthier. Your eating habits will clean up when you're doing more exercise. It's just automatic because you're nourishing your body from the external and so you're way more likely to, you know, eat better foods, and all the other things that come along with that. All right, number three, and I know that some people are not going to like this, but you got to get your rest. Rest is so important. Like, I cannot stress this enough. I am like a baby, or I guess more like a toddler. If I don't get enough rest, I am fucking pissed the next day. I'm irritable. I'm rubbing my eyes. Like, I'm legit, like, two years old, but five seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, It's crazy. If I don't get rest, it's not cool. So here's the thing. If you're incorporating meditation, if you're incorporating journaling or whatever it is that you're incorporating, it's most likely going to be in the morning. You're going to get the most benefit if it's in the morning. That means unless you get up hella early already, you're going to need to get up earlier, which means you're going to need to go to bed earlier. That's just facts. I mean, that's simple math. If you're getting up earlier to incorporate 15 minutes of meditation and 30 minutes of working out or whatever it is that you choose, you're going to need that rest. So go to bed earlier. Yes, we do need about seven hours of sleep. For me personally, it's my fantasy. (laughs) Not even lying. People tease me. My friends always make fun of me. 9 p.m. If I'm asleep by nine, that's hot to me. Like I feel like a beast if I'm in bed and asleep by nine. It doesn't always happen, but when it does, I fucking feel better the next day, so veg out on your Netflix. You can do that, I don't know, on the weekends, something, but like make good choices, because like I said at the beginning, if you're tired and bitchy, that's not on anybody but you, so if you're choosing to stay up, then don't complain about being tired, don't complain about not being productive in the mornings, because that's a choice. All right, and the last one is number four, and... This is you get to pick because I don't know who's listening to this. Hopefully a whole lot of people that would make me happy. But I say that to say, I don't know what you like to do. I don't know what fills you up. I'm not you. So this one is for you to decide and really sit back and think, what fills me up? What makes me feel restored and good? You know, just make sure that you're keeping it as something healthy Doesn't have to be something crazy, but like, maybe you like to go and have dinner with your girlfriends. Maybe it's like watching the game with your boys, no girls allowed. And just like having like man talk or like whatever guys do. I don't know. You know, maybe it is a bubble bath. Maybe it is getting your nails done. Just make sure that you put some thought into this. You know, having a wine night by yourself while watching a show. I mean, maybe that's self care for you but how are you going to feel the next morning? I heard something recently, I forget what it was on, and she was talking about, you know, if you're doing something in reaction to something, then usually it's not a healthy choice, whereas if you're doing something proactively, like you're not in a space of overwhelm and you're choosing what you want to do, then it's usually kind of a healthier choice. So I'm going to leave you with that. Make your decisions on what your self-care is going to be from a place of peace. If you are in the heat of stress, Start with the three tips that I gave you of meditate, moving your body, and getting your rest. Like start there. Like that's like the trifecta of like, let me get my shit together real quick. And then don't stop doing those things as soon as things calm down. But like start with those and then build on it based on what it is it feels good for you. You know what I mean? And so that that's the key. Make the decision on what your self-care practice is going to be based on what really fills you up. There's this really great thing that I heard probably on a podcast or maybe it was a video I think it was a video on YouTube and it was an interview somebody was interviewing Oprah Winfrey and her analogy was a teacup and a saucer I don't know if people I don't actually use a saucer when I drink tea if you do that's great but I think everyone can visualize like okay you have a teacup on a saucer and what the analogy was is that you serve others from your saucer so, we have to have our cup so full that it's overflowing into the saucer and we serve from our overflow. And I wanted to leave that with you as well because I love that visualization or that like image. Because, you know, if you're like me, or really if you do anything, I mean, if you're a stay at home mom, even if you work at Macy's, most people throughout their day are doing things in service of others. And that is so good and we need that in the world. But like the more that you're serving, like for me, like I'm a yoga teacher you know, I work in like a customer service setting. So I'm dealing with people all day long that I'm giving energy, especially with teaching yoga. Like it's totally an energy exchange. And so if I'm not up on my self-care, if I'm not doing what I need to do, then I very quickly will become overwhelmed. And so I think that's why her analogy of like serving from your overflow really resonated with me was because I get it, you know, like I can easily get drained if I take a few days off from like meditating or journaling. Um, If I'm not getting my rest, I'm screwed. And so the key is I'm able to do more because I'm aware of what I need. And that's something else that I want to share with you is like a lot of this podcast is about really reaching for more and really understanding why you're here on this earth and then becoming that. And so if you already feel like there's not enough time, like I hear that so often from my students and my yoga classes that come to me afterwards, you know, just to talk and like, tell me about what's going on for them. And, you know, they are just like, I want to meditate, but I don't have time. This may sound really harsh. And I do tell them this, but that's a choice. You need to create the time. I know this from experience because I was the woman that was like, I don't have time. I have kids. I work full time. And only when I was able to really get real with myself and say, okay, I have to create the time or I need to stop complaining about not having time. And that's when I started getting up earlier and like literally getting up earlier changed my life. I was able to fit more in. I was able to get more done. But if you want to add more to your life, if you want more for your life, you have to create that time and that space that emotional bandwidth because we can take on way more than we even think is possible if we're taking good care of ourselves and we're constantly checking in with ourselves to see what it is that we need so I mean there you have it those are my four tips for how to really self-care up I like to think of the three that I offered as like really a good foundation of and a good starting place and then you can just build on that you know When things get boring or they're not as fulfilling, then switch it up. This is your life, your practice. These are just tips that have worked for me that I notice or kind of my my foundation that I can come back to. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I am a podcast junkie, so I know there's hella podcasts out there that you could have chose from, and you chose to rock with me, so thank you. If you want more from me, you can check out my website and my blog. It's lindsaysyogalifestyle.com. Just click blog can sign up for the site to get updates and all that kind of stuff and if you liked what you heard today it helps me out a lot if you can subscribe to the podcast and also leave me a review let others know that it's cracking over here on choose to become and on the next episode we're going to be talking about choosing to become secure so covering all things related to insecurity whether that's within your relationship whether that's professionally You know, talking about how we can be more secure within ourselves and also understanding where insecurity really comes from. Thanks so much and choose to become.